What up, what up, what up, man? The Real Coach JB coming at you with another daily rant. You can't save them all. And there's two people I trust. Me and the other motherfucker ain't you. Don't miss this epic-ass rant about Eric Gilbert, the Nebraska tight end who just busted open a liquor store window. Whoo, don't miss it. What up, what up, what up, man? The Real Coach AB coming at you live with a proud new sponsor of the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty, and that is Factor. Factor, you see it right here. You can get it all right here. Look at this. Tropical fruit, ready meals. Hey, I'm doing it myself. It is no joke. Now that we're in the thick of summer, you might be looking for some wholesome, convenient meals to support sunny, active days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can have you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track reaching your goals. Too busy with summer plans to cook but want to make sure you're eating well? Well, with Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up, too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and, heat and enjoy. Then get back outside and soak up the warm weather. Ready to feel your best while making the most out of your summer adventures? Stick to your wellness goals and premium ready-to-eat meals featuring high-quality ingredients such as broccolini, leeks, and asparagus. Treat yourself to 34-plus weekly restaurant-quality options like bruschetta shrimp, risotto, green goddess chicken, and grilled steakhouse filet mignon. Ready in just two minutes. So head on over to Factor. Use my promo code JB50 and get 50% off. That's code JB50 at factormills.com slash JB50 and get 50% off. I'm just telling you right now, these right here are fire. And I'm just telling you, don't just talk about it. Be about it. This is something JB and Coach Smitty and Big Smitty, Coach JB and Big Smitty endorse fully. Tropical fruit is fire. So is the strawberry banana, mango, and all the rest of them. So head on over to factormills.com slash JB50. And use the promo code JB50. Get 50% off at factormeals.com slash JB50. Appreciate everybody. Peace. All right. Another daily rant. 
Eric Gilbert is a tight end transfer that used to be at Georgia, was also at LSU, and now he's at Nebraska. Well, he's no longer at Nebraska. Obviously, was booted off because Matt Rule said, uh, you know, obviously he has to go. Here's my take. All right, and I'm going to break this down in totality. Not only the transfer portal era, what it's happened, what it is doing to high school athletics, junior college athletics, and what it's doing to the NFL player. Three-time transfers transfer three times for a reason. Let me say it again. Three-time transfers transfer three times for a reason. They are damaged goods. They are shitbirds. And coaches love sticking their necks out for shitbirds. I'm one of them. Guilty is charged. Because we think we can save them all. You can't. Stop trying to save them all, coaches. Young coaches, old coaches, transfer era, portal court coaches. Stop trying to save them all. You will spread yourself out too thin and be disappointed at the end. But yet, everybody out there who says 17 to 21-year-olds deserve to be on the same level as a coach who has been earning this job in this profession for over 30 years, longer than these kids have been alive, you guys say they should be on the same playing field. So fuck hierarchy. Let's not have any hierarchy. Let's put the 17 to 21-year-olds who have yet to pay a light bill, yet to put a kid through college, yet to change oil in his car, yet to change brakes pads on his car, yet to change the diaper on a runny baby shit kid. We're going to put them on the same level as a grown-ass 40 to 50-year-old man who's been doing this 30 years to put food on the table for his family and to get a better job when it presents itself. Yet, y'all ask me why coaches leave schools, but kids can't. This is why. Coaches help shitbirds, 17 to 21-year-olds, and the shitbird screws over the coach, and guess who gets fired? The coach or the shitbird? See, a kid is allowed to transfer three times, but a coach screws up once and he's fired. If a coach goes through two seasons with un- unsuccessful, he's fired. But yet we're helping shitbirds out the whole time and dealing with all this dumb shit with NIL and transfer portal and kissing your ass and sucking your dick. To what? For what? And then you have to deal with the NCAA, the non-caring assholes of America who have a pick-and-choose bylaw and uh, hypocritical system in place to where we have to appeal transfers so we can play and become immediately eligible. Yet, JT Daniels is on his fourth college football team since 2018, and Phil Jerkovic is on his third in the same time frame. But the NCAA aren't allowing waivers for others to transfer for the first time. Make it make sense. I really don't understand the process at all, especially in this portal era. And I got to be honest, man, I'm going to give you a little bit of stat dat here. NCAA and NFL data, just so we're clear. This comes from the NFL per the NCAA, so it's, it's all relative because they transfers go to the NFL, the good enough ones, 
and they play there, right? Well, they obviously played in this transfer portal era. Anyone that's getting drafted right now. 1% of Division I college football players make it to the NFL. Fact. I've been saying this for a long time. I've been telling people this on Netflix. I've been telling people this where I, when I speak to folks, young folks, old folks, college coaches, high school coaches, youth football coaches, businesses, Fortune 500 companies, 1% of Division I college football coaches make it to, or players make it to the NFL. The four years in college sports, I'm just going to be honest. Remember, it used to be four years, and then NFL guys would maybe play three because that's what the laws permitted. You had to be out of high school three years. Four-year college football players, just so we're clear, um, you know, goes by quickly. And to keep transferring around for the most part, just be honest here, if you keep transferring around, within those, let's say, four years or five because of COVID. It's a huge waste of time, man. It's a fucking huge waste of time. And guess what? This is the jarring stat for you guys. 77% of these kids that transfer and enter the portal don't even graduate. Let that sink in. 77%. Don't even graduate. Yet we're taking them serious when they say they're heading to a new school to further educate themselves. You guys really on Twitter and social media really take them seriously? Come on, man. You got to stop me with this BS. Let's start calling it for what it is. This is no longer amateur hour. It's not an amateurism sport. It's not amateurism laws involved anymore. This is professional football. You are paying them to play. No one's watching a math test and showing up 100,000 deep to see a chemistry exam. They're showing up to see 17 to 21-year-olds play football on a summer hot morning or afternoon or under the lights in Alabama or USC at the Coliseum. They're not going to see a math exam or a chemistry exam. Let's stop calling them student athletes. These are professional football players who scave by, who get passed by, by people who want to see them succeed because they know they'll make it to the NFL. Higher education is means nothing. There is no such thing anymore. It's money, money, money. Or you wouldn't have the Pac-12 do what they just did and leave. You wouldn't have TV contracts at an all-time high like they are if it was all about higher education. So, stat that. NCAA.org. Go check it out. If you don't believe me, this is per source. I'm citing my sources here just like I wrote wrote when I wrote my dissertation. Over 40% of the FBS transfer portal entries. Over 40% of FBS transfer portal entries did not land at a new school. Fact. 40% of FBS transfer portal entries did not land at a new school. Coach, I thought the rant was about Eric Gilbert. It is. But I'm breaking this shit down for you. So if you can't listen and you just want to hear me yell, then get the fuck out. 
Over 54% of FBS transfers would end up enrolling at a new school, the NCAA said this past Monday. About 5% of the portal entry entrants withdrew their names, and 41% stayed in, enrolled at a non-NCAA school, or left their sport. Meaning, enrolled at a non-NCAA school. Do you know what that means? JUCO, which used to be the transfer portal. Some type of prep school went back if it had a year of eligibility to do so. And in its data, the NCAA broke down the figures even more. More than 2,500 players would would end up transferring while 1,800 portal entrants remain active in the portal. And one year prior, last year, it was only 1,583 players who put their name into the portal, which shows how much more active things are getting. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. The data also found 60% of players who entered ended up on a scholarship at their next school. Now, the numbers show players entered the portal more in December and January than any other month. We already know that because that's signing day areas of high school. Plus, um, if you go back to 21 and 22, 1,605 players went into the portal in those two months with 38% of them coming into that time. So in those two months, all right, January, February, December, January, February, 38% of the 1,600 players that went into the portal, 38% of the 2,022 entrants coming in that time, 1,605 um, players. The NCAA found players are more likely, listen to this shit, more likely to enter the portal at the end of academic year or when their season wraps up. You guys know why that is? You know why that is? <laughs> so they can get their either FAFSA financial aid checks so they can have a decent enough GPA or they will lose their checks due to Pell Grant rules and regulations, right? And or because that's when their scholarship check kicks in or the collective that's paying them out of NIL money. I want to break down a little further. The transfer portal background information. The NCAA transfer portal, which covers every NCAA sport, non-carrying nationals of America, at the Division I, II, and three levels, is a private database with names of student athletes who wish to transfer. It is not accessible to the public, except for me, because I have the I have the, the info, because I've had the info for a long time. I've had the access to the portal. There's FERPA laws involved where you can't just give out information and names. I wouldn't do that either, because I don't want to deal with the drama. Um, but the process of entering the portal is done through a school's compliance office. So we're clear. Once a player provides written notification of an intent to transfer, the office enters the player's name in the database and everything is off and running. The compliance office has 48 hours to comply with the player's request. And it cannot be refused. Once a player's name, so we're getting, so I'm clear with this. Once a player's name shows up in the portal, other schools now have a coach sitting there at the desk, a young GA, pulling up the kids. Who's in the portal? Who entered the portal? Players can change their minds at any point and withdraw from the portal. However, once a player enters the portal, the current scholarship no longer has to be honored. In other words, if a player enters the portal but decides to stay, 
the school is not obligated to provide a scholarship for that player anymore. You understand this, correct? Now, the database is a normal database, sorted, sortable, a spreadsheet type of uh, format by a variety of different topics, including, of course, sports and name. Uh, players' individual entry includes basic details such as contact info, whether the player was on scholarship or whether the player is transferring as a grad student, like the Russell Wilsons in the world that first started this off. A player can ask that a do not contact tag be placed on the report. In those instances, the players don't want to be contacted by schools unless they're initiated the communication. The portal has been around since October 15th of 18, and the new calendar cycle within the portal begins each August. So this month, this past month, this, this thing started again. And I don't even want to correlate what this has done to the NFL player which I don't understand hasn't been discussed enough. These dudes demanding trades in the NFL are transfer portal era kids, are they not? And don't even get me started with Texas high school football and California high school football, the two largest states in football that are hurt by college football transfer portal data. It's showing up. With National Signing Day approaching uh, every February and every, you know, from, well, there's two now. So from December to February, parents and coaches in Los Angeles counties, Orange counties, Dallas-Fort Worth area, Houston area, beyond and beyond have found it harder and harder to home or house players, football players, student athletes. That That's what they are in high school, right? Student athletes. This is as of January 23. Those major metro metropolitan areas are finding it harder and harder, harder, harder to get players Division One, Two, or Three scholarships. Why? Because you have fucking twenty thousand in a portal sitting here. So let's get back to brass tacks and talk about this Eric Gilbert kid. Transferred from Georgia to LSU, goes to Nebraska. This is his third school. And I'm going to start over this, this whole thing because now I'm going to get into it. Three transfers, three-time transfers, transfer three times for a reason. They're damaged goods, okay? Let's just be clear about it. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm tired of hearing about it. I, I don't want to hear about that they're not damaged goods, okay? And I'm tired of you comparing kids to grown men and saying they should be able to transfer anytime they want. No, they shouldn't. Because this is further proof. And I've been doing this breakdown for a long time. I just haven't done a rant on it. The bottom line is shitbirds are shitbirds. And they're transferring for a reason. They're damaged goods. And if you couldn't play at school A, how the fuck you think you're going to play for me? But if more coaches had JB's mindset with what I just said, if you couldn't play at school A, how the fuck are you going to play for me? We wouldn't have this issue. We would have straight and narrow motherfuckers trying to get into the next school humble pie with some humility because they know there's a far and few between. There's less scholarships given out, and we don't give a fuck. And guess what? JUCO would thrive again. High school athletics would be better because they'd be recruited, recruited again like they used to be. We got more three- and four-star guys who aren't being recruited out of high school who are Division One scholarship kids who refuse to go JUCO because they don't want to sit out a year. they rather enter a portal, sit out a 
complete year from high school. So high school senior year, they don't get offered a, re- a scholarship by Alabama, USC, Florida, Ohio State, whoever. They're like, fuck, man, I ain't going JUCO. I'm too, I'm too good for that. Fuck this. I'm going to sit out. I'm going to enter the portal. As a high school kid, you know this, right? They're not, they're not even a scholarship kid. They haven't even gotten to college yet. They're waiting on a portal kid to be exited, booted, or leave so that they think they can get a scholarship somewhere instead of going to earn your stripes at a JUCO. The portal is the is is absolutely imploding JUCO. It's hurting high school, and it is creating what we just saw in this Eric Gilbert kid. The old Eric Gilbert at the scene of S. First of all, this is a crackhead. He's damaged goods. He looks like a complete fucking idiot. And he's damaged goods. And there's no way I'm taking him to a Nebraska when I'm just taking over. Listen, I, I, I'm I good with Matt Rule. Um, you know, we're cordial. We're, we're good. We we talk when we see each other. Uh, I recruited him. Uh, I, I helped him uh, get a couple kids to Temple. He also helped send me a kid or two. Uh, Jagger Gardner, uh, one of his best players at Temple, uh, was one of my kids. Here's the deal. Here's the bottom line, real quick. If I'm rebuilding a program, like Matt Rule's supposed to come in and change the culture, just like Dion in Colorado and these other guys, I would not have taken any transfers. I would have recruited the shit out of high school in JUCO, even possibly some D2s. I would have changed the culture, got some kids, and said, my way or the highway, similar to what Dion's done, similar to what Rule's done, similar to what these guys have done. But I'm not taking three-time transfers. I'm taking grad transfers at maybe QB and maybe left tackle and maybe three technique and shade. I'm not taking anyone else because I can find wide receivers and, and, and DBs a dime a dozen. I can find running backs everywhere. I can find linebackers all over. What I can't find is a, probably a freak tight end, a freak QB, and some O-line, D-linemen. So I would probably fuck with the grad transfers of those kids or Juco heavy and even some D2s. That's what I would be doing. Now, this is the product of what happens when you have a kid that's transferred to other schools for a reason. And I hope Matt would call and say, hey, what's going on at LSU? What happened with this kid? Or, hey, Kirby, what's going on with this kid? I would hope he did that. I'm sure he did do that. But obviously the kid either didn't play there or he got in trouble there. I don't know. But why are you leaving all these schools? Got to be a red flag. I don't understand how coaches making eight, nine, seven, five, four million dollars a year can continue to trust these motherfuckers and continue to think they're going to build a new culture with bringing old baggage from other schools. If your damaged goods didn't work at school A, you're not going to help me at school B. Period. I, I don't get it. But just watch this shit, bird, some more. I mean, this guy's complete shitbird. He's, I mean, this is unbelievable. He's, he, and guess what he's getting? Vapes. He's taking vapes. So you're that hard up for vapes. You're that hard up for vapes. And then the cops got him. 
Vivian cameras. I have my camera system. Good job, Eric Gilbert. Uh, arrested yesterday. Um, so let me get this right. All right. You guys are so fucking quick to anoint these cats to go get an NIL bag, to go get paid, to go transfer. Transfer as many times as you want, you enabled fucks. But you're not going to address the elephant in the room. You're not going to address the fact that this fuck had to go get vaped. Again, back to my whole weed thing and why you think I'm so against weed because it's never been any good to any football player I've ever seen in my life. Weed's never helped one fucking football player that plays. Never. Never seen it. I've never seen it benefit one fucking player. Now, having said that, aren't these cats getting bags? Aren't they getting NIL money from collectives? Wait up. So that he stole $1,600 of vape pins. So, A, you know he's getting the vape pins to put the weed in. Let's be 100. <laughs> Let's keep it real. Um, number one. Number two, if he's taking them to resell them like old school hood cats used to do, then you're not getting NIL money or you're just a fucking criminal. One or the other. But everything I can bring up and talk about right now is going to lead towards shitbird, criminal. There's a reason you're damaged goods and left to other schools. And the ability for us to defend these cats blows my mind. Matt ruled to defend them and say that the waiver rule the NCAA has in place is specifically made for guys like Eric Gilbert. Do you know that he said this, right? Rick, uh, obviously, um, really disappointed, really sad for him. Um, you know, when we took when we took Eric, we thought we had a good. We 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 knew we had a good group of people. Pause it right there. Now that was yesterday. Now I want you to hear what he said when Eric Gilbert entered Nebraska as a three-time transfer portal kid. Listen to what Rule said then. Uh, we're, we're, it's not finalized yet. Uh, you know, I'd be really, really, I'm just going to be really disappointed if he doesn't get it. There's no, it's, it's the most deserving young man of that. If, they, if he doesn't get it, they shouldn't even have the waiver. The NCAA should not even have the waiver if he doesn't get it. Uh, but there's a lot of parties involved, and there's a lot of entities out there that um, don't always have people's best interest at heart. But, it, you know, Arik deserves... 100% in my opinion, my humble opinion, you know, the great thing about me now, I've been through so much. I don't care, you know, <laughs> I'll say what I think. He absolutely, if, they sh if he doesn't get it, no one, sh they should not have this waiver. <laughs> it's really sad. It's not funny at all. I'm laughing that coaches that are making five, six, seven, eight million dollars a year can say that. And I listen, I like Matt, man. I'm, I do. I'm just saying, man, I, I don't understand it. There's a reason I'm not coaching at this level because these cats like Matt and everyone else, they know they, they ain't going to tell you, but they know I would fucking whoop their ass. I would whoop their fucking ass because there's a reason why when coaches get fired every year at all these big time schools from Arkansas to Texas to you name it, I get flooded by DMS from their roster. And it's a collaboration of get together players Let's try to get Coach A.B. in here because I get hit up by every single fucking kid on their roster. Every single year a job comes open. There's a reason for that. <laughs> I'm not making it up. And those coaches know that shit. It's not to 
boast. It's not to fucking pat myself on the back. It's telling you the truth. They know I'd whip that ass in recruiting. They know I wouldn't take these transfer portal shitbirds. And they know the culture would be changed. But they also know that if you want to win right away, which I would do too, but I would do it in a way that they just can't do. They're not doing it that way because it's they're keeping up with the Joneses. They see that LSU, Alabama, or someone else is doing what they're doing. Guess what? That other schools have to do it too. They go by what's called the Twitter rule in JUCO. The Twitter rule is when a D1 coach offers a JUCO kid, such as one of my kids, and I don't find out about it. Obviously, I motherfucked the head coach from the Division I school, but I'm like, really? You don't have the common courtesy to reach out to me and ask me about the kid so I can tell you, A, he's a shitbird, B, he's really worth it, great job, go after him, or C, coach, I don't know if he's going to make it, what have you. Instead, no, I see it on Twitter, you already offered him without ever hitting me up. Guess what? He robbed McDonald's last night. Did you know that? Oh, no, coach, I didn't know that. No shit. Because you're fucking really, really uh, irresponsible recruiter. And if you don't want to hear the truth, then you don't come recruit my kids. Because I know you shitbird D1 coaches what you will do. What you will do is keep JUCO guys like myself down by doing this. Now listen to this cold game I'm giving you. I'll tell you a kid, I won't, you won't call me for the kid. So guess what? The kid will go to your school and he'll do some shitbird thing and he'll rob McDonald's or he'll flunk out or he'll get smoked weed or he'll do what he'll break into this liquor store. And guess what? You didn't ask me about the kid at all. And guess what? You didn't even know I cut the kid. But when you get the kid because you offered him without telling me, you then go out and cut him and call him everything there is in the in the in the in the human language. And then guess who you blame? Me. The JUCO coach you never even talked to. Or you blame JUCO in totality, which gives JUCO a blacker eye than it already has, because you, my friend, were irresponsible in your recruiting efforts. And you refuse to turn over rocks and talk to everyone involved to get the real lowdown on this particular kid. And guess what? When I tell you that this kid cannot play or he's a shitbird or you do not want him, you listen to what I say because I've done this for a long time and I've had a very, very high success rate. My kids graduate. They don't get kicked out of four years. They don't go to jail. But when you don't ask and there's a kid I cut or some shitbird and I'm going to tell you, hey, man, don't fuck with this kid. And you take them, and then you bash me or the Juco in totality. Overall, you say Juco kid. You shit it on your feeder, well, which used to be your feeder. And again, once again, if Juco can sustain and stay alive, it will be your feeder once again because the transfer portal thing has to implode eventually. Can't continue to live. I mean, 200 arrests this year from transfer portal kids. 200 arrests. Whether it was DUI, speeding, burglary, domestic violence, all transfer portal kids. You sure you don't want to risk on a JUCO kid who's been struggling in a dorm that's riddled with cockroaches and no damn meal plan and holy socks and draws? You sure you don't want to deal with that kid who's a little hungrier than the kid that's sitting in the portal who's enabled as shit? 
who expects everything for doing absolutely nothing. You sure? You sure you want to make Juco irrelevant? One percent of Division One football players make it to the NFL. Seventy-seven percent of those same kids do not graduate. <laughs> Addition by subtraction is a real thing. Shitbirds who transfer three times are damaged goods. There's a reason they transferred three times. Cut it off, coaches. Stop allowing it. Addition by subtraction. Create your culture. Use fucking kids who want to be there, who don't just need to be there. There's a huge difference. And stop saying 17 to 21-year-olds deserve to be on the same fucking level as a grown man who's been in this profession for over 30 years. When you have 17 to 21-year-old kids who think they deserve every fucking thing under the sun for doing absolutely nothing, and then going out and getting coaches fired by doing this dumb shit when that coach stuck his neck out for your ass. Again, coaches, stop trying to save them all. You can't save one and move on to the next year. Save another one. And if you stop taking the shit birds, maybe they'll tighten up and understand they got to fucking figure it out because there's less and less scholarships for the portal kid if you stop taking them and you start dissecting them and you go through them with a fine-tooth comb and you start realizing that these kids have too big a baggage to fucking bring in and the drama is oh, supersedes the talents and just understand something. You can't be shitty and a shit bird. And if you're a shit bird, you better be the best fucking player on the team. And that's the one guy I'm going to spend extra time on trying to massage and getting them to the next level. Remember, definition of a coach gets you where you could not get yourself. That is the sole purpose of Matt Rule's job right now. Get him to the NFL and not let him have 20 hiccups and bumps in the road on the way. But it starts with taking the right ones. Get back to coach, taking JUCO kids and high school kids, man. Get rid of these fucking portal kids. Make them earn their fucking stripes. Stop allowing them to have waivers. Let them earn some fucking tough skin, man, and stay in one place for a while. Real life's going to hit them in the fucking mouth real soon, man. You're giving them the fucking keys to the Lamborghini, and they don't even know how to drive it. They don't even know how to drive it. Make them earn their key. You did for 30 years, coaches. Now you're giving these young kids the fucking free pass? Man... Better get back to how it was, man, or we're going to be fucked for life. Just tell you right now. Stand for something. Fall for anything. It's a real coach, JB, man. Much love. I'll see you tomorrow for another daily rant. We're back September 4th. Live. Coach JB show with Big Smitty, 6 a.m. Pacific. Eric Weddle Mondays. Trent Richardson Thursdays. Matt McChesney. Steve Kim. Jeff Nadu. Zach Smith. Fully loaded. Check us out. Pound that like, man, on your way out the door. Peace.